I could probably give you a million reasons why we are only meeting you today now here on Saturday, but instead we have so much to talk about that I figured we'd get into that. And I know there's something on Taylor's chest. So Taylor, please get it out of you. So get it out of you. Was what that a weird way to put it? But thank you for the intro. Okay. I, I guess I tried. I tried. <laughs> so uh, we didn't get back to you after Hell in a Cell, which we might get to a little bit later. We might not. I'm not really sure. We're a free-flowing economy of water that we just let flow and see where it goes. I thought I fucked up. Oh, that was good, bro. Okay. You listen to that back later, you're going to be like, what a fucking poet. Okay. So I wanted to talk earlier in the week before everything went to hell about how much I just can't stand the style of almost in a wrestling ring. But... Sure enough, we're recording this on Friday, and I happen to get be able to get to watch a little bit of SmackDown tonight. I have the same problems with Ronda. <laughs> I spent so much time trying not to be negative about wrestlers anymore because the person I used to be was just let me take my pants down and just take an open shit on everybody. And I'm really trying to not be that person anymore. But it's so fucking hard because... She's just so clunky in a wrestling ring, whether it's with a microphone in her hand or whether she's pushing people off the ropes or like everything she does in a wrestling ring, even the leg lock, which you would think she'd be good at. Nope. It's just everything is clunky and ugly. It's like no one has told her any way to sell any move or any style points or like, hey, here's how this looks best for a camera. Like nobody does this for her. I can't figure out why... So with almost the problem is he might not be teachable because at this point he's been given two superstars that should be able to teach him. I don't know what to do with Ronda. Like, it's not that she can't put on a good match with the right person, given someone that can put her over. Like, almost can't put on a good match no matter who he's with at this point. Like, we, he's worse. But she's not far, far in front of that. Like, she can put on a good match if given a really, really good talent. So tonight she faced Shotzi. Well, it, depending on when you're listening to this, tonight, tomorrow, you know what I mean. She faced Shotzi. Shotzi has an ability to take wrestlers that I don't like and make them into wrestlers that I can respect for that match. And even with the help of Shotzi, I couldn't get into this match. Like, there's something about her clunky style. It's almost like you put chopped up steaks in a bucket and are just shaking them around like it just doesn't make any sense like nothing she does sounds or looks good and like i just am i the only person here like i feel like i'm beating a wall because every time i bring this up people are like she's not so bad she's not so bad she's pretty bad can i hit you with like an old argument defending uh like the AEW versus wwe iwc if you don't like something why do you sit here and force yourself to watch it just to bitch about because it? i don't not well, no, like no, no, the entirety no, 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 no. of the show. I, wasn't talking I just about don't like you. her. <laughs> so I'm talking about me. Because at the situation we're in, I'm not a big fan of almost anything going except Roman Reigns, which, as we've learned, Roman Reigns is now not going to be at Money in the Bank. Third, live, uh, whatever the fuck they're going to call it in a row. I think you quit like a month ago, though, and that's when everything started to kind of like move into the direction of actual wrestling. So I'm a little bit sad about it. Like this whole like ordeal with all these different people, like Finn Balor, for example, getting his little bit of shine, which we've been waiting on for a year and a half, sets at the top of his game. Like there's some people doing good work out here. So that's the beautiful thing. I'm still aware of what's going on. I have plenty of clips on the internet to let me know that there is hope in WWE. But overall, as a product, I am just tuned out. And I'm tuned out on purpose. Now, I'm not going to sit here and, criticize WWE. I'm just going to criticize Ronda Rousey like I have been since the moment she signed the deal with WWE. She 
is a name. She is not a talent. There is a difference between the two, and I know I will get pushback on this, but there is a difference. If she's a name, then why did they let Natalia come in and wretch her up in a lock tonight and put Natalia over over her? Why Natalia, of all people? Because they don't want anyone to expose Rhonda, and Natalia is extremely gifted in the ring. Let's cut the shit. I know I always crucify Natalia, but at the end of the day, no, as far as in-ring shit goes, she is as solid as the gets. Nobody said that. Everybody just... My argument with Natalia has always been, number one, that she's boring in every aspect of her wrestling career. Because she's good. That's fair. You could do this argument with a lot of people, but that doesn't make her good on a microphone. It doesn't make her compelling. And that's what draws a storyline or a feud for me is someone that's compelling. And she ain't it. Name one active wrestler on the SmackDown's women roster that you'd want to see Ronda go over. Ronda go over? Yeah, because that's the situation we're in. We're not in a situation where we're booking a compelling storyline. But I didn't I didn't hate it with Charlotte. Yes, but Charlotte's out, out for wedding stuff, but like I didn't. And hate she it for dropped Charlotte. the title, and Ronda went over, and everybody knows why. But I'm telling you, there are plenty of people. Like for first and foremost, you're upset that Shotzi lost to Ronda. No, I knew she she was gonna lose. I don't mind that. Like I'm okay with her being a mid card person and putting other people over. I'm not. The booking wasn't the problem. Will, like I understand going into that match, she's not losing. You know what I mean? Like she's not. Because they're setting up this match at a pay-per-view or something stupid with Natalia or on TV. They'll probably give it away for free. Who cares? It's a situation as old as time, right? They want to get her over and they want the publicity from Ronda Rousey. We've used tale as old as time and situation as old as time two weeks in a row. I just want to put that on the meter. Well, it's. I guess we need to stop talking about tales as old as time, Taylor. Tale as old as time. But no, it's a situation I think Hell in Excel exposed it very much. Do you know why Pat McAfee wasn't there? If it was called Hell in XL and it was just all big wrestlers. That'd be pretty lit. Dope. Big, beefy men yeah, slapping meat. Let's yeah. go. Main but event, no, Otis, Big E. It was Hell in, Well, that wouldn't happen because Big E. I don't well, even I'm know if he can wrestle again. I'm talking about the future. I'm 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 kind of being a little I'm positive that you're he's being be optimistic. Back. Yeah, optimism. That's the word. I believe that we can get hell in XL in the future. I don't think so. Uh they don't have the copyrights to that. They only have hell in a cell. Or red hell in a cell. I I don't know. Just uh spitballing here. But still, no, you're in a situation where do you let me ask again, do you know why Pat wasn't there Sunday? Because they said it on the broadcast and Pat decided to reiterate it on his show. I don't know. He was there tonight. Well, he wasn't there on Sunday because they only had one match for SmackDown at Hell in a Cell that was 13 minutes. The team decided it wasn't worth Pat coming out to Hell in a Cell because there was so little representation from SmackDown. While we're on the subject of Hell in a Cell, last year when they had the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view, we complained about every match being in a Hell in a Cell, right? Would you rather it be every match on the pay-per-view be a Hell in a Cell or just one match be a Hell in a Cell? I'd rather us just get rid of that as a gimmick pay-per-view in general. No, but you don't get to make that decision. You have to choose one or the other. Then, yeah, let's let's have our main event in a Hell in a Cell. Let's have the rest of the card not in a Hell in a Cell. So last year, I was a little bit annoyed with it, but I thought it was too much Hell in a Cell. You know what I mean? Like... I might have maybe put two or three of these matches in a cell. Imagine the Judgment Day trios match being in a Hell in a Cell. It would have been great, but I don't think it was necessary. Now, I'm trying to stroke the egos of my people that are sitting there going, oh man, I just missed the golden days of WWE when they used to build a specific entrance for each big pay-per-view, right? I think just like Elimination Chamber, just like Money in the Bank, that Hell in a Cell shouldn't be a match pay-per-view. I think it should be an isolated match when the time is right. You don't like money. 
I don't, I guess. But the thing is, and I know that's why WWE's doing it, but has it been Who successful? likes t-shirts? Who likes money? WWE likes money. That's the way you do it. Sell pay-per-views. Let me ask you something. If we change the name of a Hell in a Cell to maybe just Armageddon or something like that, something pulled out of my head, don't you think it would sell just as well as the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view? Probably. Especially if it had a Hell in a Cell in the main event, but the main event was called for? I like gimmick stuff, man. It's wrestling. Wrestling's built on gimmicks. How about a gimmick within a gimmick? That's I mean, what I want to know. We're going to get probably get a TLC and everything else this year, too, That's bro. not what I'm talking about. Do you know the last time WWE did a legitimate bull rope match was? Well, I mean... Cody brought the bull rope out. He did, match. but like put this it wasn't count? sanctioned. No. <laughs> so the last person to do an actual bull rope match in WWE, and I could be wrong, but if I remember correctly, I'm pretty sure it was actually Dusty Rhodes in 2002. So over 20 years, we haven't seen a traditional bull rope match in WWE. I can remember in recent memory in AEW, and this isn't uh, a chalk up to AEW because I'm pretty sure Cody was the exact same person to do it in AEW as well. well. I mean, it has, it's been less than 20 years. When was the last? What was it? 2004? When they had Eddie and uh, JBL, for sure. I know that one, definitely. And that I'm, was like 2004. Okay, so t 18 years for a bull rope match. There's probably another one. I'm looking it up. A staple of WWE's gimmicks. But So we brought the bull rope out in Hell in a Cell. What was the point? To get a pop? It's part of the, Cody's things. And I get it, but here's the thing. And I've been criticizing... Cody before before WrestleMania about the same things is he has a couple gimmicks at WWE's dead set on bringing over to WWE and they're just not translating as well. I don't think that was necessary. May, if we want to do a bull rope, why isn't the second out of the three matches a bull rope? Match? Because it's not like that's not what they were trying to do with this. They're trying to build a compelling story, and I'm telling you, a bull rope match would have been way more compelling than the second match in that series. But that's just me. I may be wrong. You may disagree. And feel free to do so. All I know is I'm personally a fan of a bull rope match. And before you pull up any stats to tell me, oh, we've had a, a bull rope match since then, there is a difference between a bull rope match and whatever they've been doing for the past fucking 15 years. Well, I, I want the traditional style bull rope match that WWE used to do. The strap match and the bull rope match are not the same thing. Well, oh, you, okay, all right, you all can right. fight as much as you want about that, but they are a different fucking match style. Well, I can't really find anything, but I'm not really good at looking stuff up on the internet. So, but nevertheless, what I'm trying to what I'm trying to illustrate is is we have now gone a gimmick inside of a gimmick, and it's just not this isolated event. And a lot of companies but are responsible why, for doing that. You're looking way too deep into this, though. It was a good fucking match. It was just a decent match. Face level. It was a decent match. Decent's not the word. It was a good match. Depending on your preferences, I don't even think you can do that either. I didn't, I didn't. As far as wrestling goes, this was a good match. This isn't a decent match. This is a good match. It's a decent match spoiled by all the things surrounding but it. But there's nothing that's spoiling it. I, and yeah, it's a storyline built into a wrestling match, which is what wrestling has been since day fucking one. So if we're going to get mad about him being injured or him using a bull rat rope, you're going to have to hate wrestling forever. You might not even be a wrestling fan at this point. Because I didn't like Southern no, Rollins no, no, versus no, Cody no. Rhodes. It's because just, you're just echoing everybody. No, it's not everybody else. It's a good fucking match. It's a good match. It was a, in my opinion, the it best was, of the three. But I wasn't blown away by number one or number two. I, I number one was enjoyable. It was the best match of WrestleMania. But it wasn't anything that blew me away. That was groundbreaking. And how they're, how they are positioning this. It seems like they're trying to make this steal the show like Shawn Michaels did back in the day. When it comes to WWE, you seem to like look for all the, the sad and bad. You're also talking to a person who just watched Kurt Angle in a WWE ring today absolutely put 
everyone to fucking change. I'm it's you can be mad at me that I don't like Cody versus Seth, but I grew up in a time where we had Kurt Angles and Shawn Michaels. No, but I think that that's what you're getting right now. You're getting two people that are at the top of their game working the best of their craft on each other. And they did they had a decent match. I'm not it's not like I'm sitting here saying this was the worst match of all fucking time. But it kind of seems like you're saying like okay, we, they're gimmicking out this match and it's so terrible that Seth's coming out in Dusty's clothes even though it's a, a classic I, heel move. I didn't say anything about Dusty. But that's Dusty. what it is. It's a gimmick actually, and a gimmick. I adored Seth for going into and pulling those polka dot ring gear. Psychology like that is a beautiful, beautiful thing. But as a whole, this in the buildup has been the best thing they have going for them. Yeah, but it's WWE saying top, the best. But they're both cutting top tier promos. Okay. So, that, I mean, you're obviously going to put that MJF one up there at the top of this week, but they've also cut two that are at least in the top five this week. <sighs> this week. I'm talking but you could do this every week. You could find who's the best promo of the week. And this week, just like the top hits of the week, all the best songs that you listen to, those are the three top hits of the week. But I also don't want to sit here and pretend like I adored this match like everyone else just because WWE did it, and what? it's the best thing that they have going. Did you just not like him pulling out the bull rope? What didn't you like about it? To me, it fell flat from the build and everything. I just... it Explain. For me, it did nothing to rope me in. That is me as an uh, isolated you, wrestling fan. Do you fan. think that's because you're not watching SmackDowns and you're just catching a pay-per-view? Well, it's actually a, a raw the, rivalry. You didn't get any of the buildup. I did. I watched the promo package. Okay, before you get upset and before you retaliate. No, I'm not going to retaliate. Four years ago, five years ago, six years ago, however many years ago, all you needed was a promo package before a match. So, so you're just going to cut all the segments out of TV now. You don't need any segments or anything. You're What's a promo take, package? You're just going to take bits and pieces of everything. The best of the rivalry put into a three-minute package before the match to get fans who don't watch every single week excited Bro. for a match. And they can't do that. For me, I wasn't excited because I've already seen this match. They've wrestled over 20 fucking times since Cody's been back. This is a different match than every other one, though. I think all three of this trio have been different matches than the other. I will match. give you that this was different than the first match, but I don't think this is much different from the second match. How? Because it's in a cell? No, because it's the exact of same storyline. Because of the nuances that go with the wrestlers. Like what? Cody, dude. Look at his fucking chest. Okay, so it do you, adds intensity and it adds passion to an already passion filled match. They're at the top of their game. Do you want to talk about that then? Because we can talk about it because I'm not, and before you say, oh, he's full of shit. I'm not convinced that it was 100% as bad as he presented it. He's in the surgery. He just went through surgery. He just went through surgery. However, I don't. I still don't think so. You don't think he went to surgery? No, I still don't think it's as bad as he presented to us in the crowd. <laughs> I Trust me. I sat and watched this match. You wild, bro. Some of the things he did, <laughs> if he legitimately tore, he wouldn't have been able to bro. do. Bro. I don't care how strong of a person you are. Whoa, I'm not man. denying that he's injured. And that he went through surgery today. I'm not. But I still think it was. He posted put over week, the weekly pictures since the injury of like it evolving into what it is now. Do you want me to explain the idea of social if you media? Want, bro, if you want to go all Mark Zuckerberg, people are do going it. to I present their lives the way they want you to see them. I just them. don't understand like what you benefit out of this take. Like, how does this take benefit you? Because I'm being honest. There's nothing honest about it. It's there just, is. It's a wrestling show. Taylor, you talked to me during Hell in a Cell. Didn't I uh, give the exact same thing? Yes, you did. I'm not saying you're inconsistent. That's not what I'm saying. It is a wrestling show. Well, I'm being honest with my feelings. Honestly, it's a wrestling show. Is it? In which half of the shit that they're doing is is scripted. Correct? Yeah. 
Why do you care if it presents uh, a match better? Why do you care whether what's a work and what's not a work? Because one, I don't even watch this program. So when I'm forced to talk about it, I'm going to talk about the nitty gritty of it. And I just don't think it's as extreme as it was, which for me, it takes me out. If you're just going to put makeup on to get me more emotionally what, invested, what? it doesn't do it for me. It takes me out of it. It doesn't put me in. Why do you not put AEW in the same box as you put WWE in? What do you mean? All right. Let's just go into it now. Let's talk about this tournament with John Moxley. Oh, that's a bunch of bullshit. The fact that they decided to purposely change the rankings to fit their agenda. Trust me, I can talk negatively about AEW too. You weren't going to. You love AEW. It's just weird, dude. Like, it's weird to take so much stock into, like, coming after Cody when he's doing the best he can do and has ever done. And uh, I don't, like, I'm beating a dead horse at this point. I don't understand the take of, oh, it's not it's not that bad. He had fucking surgery, Will. That's fine, and that's cool, and I'm glad it he did the match. Bad, but though. let's let's be honest. He's going to be out. If it's that bad, why, why are we back. doing it? He ain't coming back for Money in the Bank. Yeah, oh, no, I know. But why are we doing it if it's as bad as you want us because to Because he has one shot at this. The way that WWE works, which it shouldn't, and this is not the right way, most of the time, you get your shot, you get your shot. If you don't take your shot, you don't get your shot. He has to take his shot. He and, knows that they're never going to push him like this again. And You know that as well. And kudos to you, but at the same time, you've also potentially taken an injury that's already bad, According to all WWE things, he is really bad off. No, but he proved himself. What he did is solidified himself. To you. To everyone. Every WWE fan. You might not be a WWE fan, so maybe he didn't prove shit to you. And that's fine. Go sit in the AEW bleacher. I get it. But this man did prove himself. Because now he is people that didn't respect him or didn't like him in AEW that are now standing behind him and saying one of the grittiest performances ever made. Hurt. Half hurt. All the way hurt. Kind of hurt. Sort of hurt. He still went out there and did what he had to do. I cannot trust enough. I am not taking anything away from Cody and his performance, whether he decided to go as truly hurt as he did and what we're told. But if I've learned anything in wrestling, don't always believe what you're told. So you didn't but like the, the poking of it or any of that, like the working of a gimmick. Like it's the thing that wrestlers have done forever, for all time. I think the execution was cool. Like they, they did everything they needed to within the ring. I'm just not as impressed as you want me to be. The problem is, we now maybe took an injury that would sideline someone for six to eight months and now sideline them for an extra three to four months because do if... You, do you put your name in the history book stuff if you're Cody Rhodes? Because I think... He was already in the... Or he was I ar- think that uh, over all time now, when you start listing the Hell in a Cell matches, there's still going to be a handful that are in front, but that's going to start to get put in those conversations. And I'm so fucking happy that Cody can do that for Good himself. Good for him. Exactly. Good that's for him. That's all I want. At the end of the day, I don't care if you liked or didn't like the match. I just want to make sure Cody doesn't get glossed over because he deserves some praise here. I, and I'm giving him the praise for his performance, but, but I'm not But decent, I'm not lying. And, and saying, that's what the argument started with. When you say decent, to it kind of seems, but it kind of seems like decent to me is like Anna J. Ty Conti. That's a decent Do you remember match. when we started this that I said I don't watch WWE at all? Yeah, that's fair. So for a decent match from a company I don't watch, that's a, for someone who does watch it, a great match. But if even if it's, so if it's a good match, though, you wouldn't be like, it's good just because it's a WWE match. Because you're not invested in it? I'm not. 
I'm I'm the furthest. But we're never invested in GCW storylines either, and we can still see but a match and be like, oh, it was a good fucking match, right? Yeah. So why can't we do that with WWE? Because that was a good fucking match. And you feel that way? I don't. But uh, I have those same kind of people though. Like I have I have walkout people on that show where I'll just be like, oh, they're on TV. Let me just leave and go do something else. Well, to me, that and whole card those, was a walkout. Card. No, but and that's like Baron Corbin or like Madcap Moss. Most I was actually time, more interested in the Madcap Moss Baron Corbin match than I was the Seth fucking uh, Seth Cody match because the problem is. That's crazy. It's oversaturated. How? They're the biggest thing in the company. How is it oversaturated? Are they now? Because Cody's out for God knows how fucking long. What are how they going to do it now? Oversaturated though. They're the biggest thing that's going. They because, were headlining the pay per view because we've already had this match. It's been different every time. They did this with uh with everybody. Kurt Angle did this with Brock Lesnar. Everybody gets a trio. So do me a favor, trilogy. I want you to research the greatest Brock Lesnar Kurt Angle match. Watch that, and then go watch this. No, but the booking was the same. It went SummerSlam. In terms of quality of matches, I think anything Kurt Angle and Brock Lesnar put together. Oh, those are some of my favorite matches of all time. Will like, I'm not going to sit here and try to debate against. So Kurt this Angle is what I'm trying Lesner. to say. It's I'm but not. What I'm saying they're the top talent in this company, and, and they're co- putting on wrestling matches. It's not whatever else a show or some bullshit. They're putting on wrestling, which but doesn't happen in this company. You enough. can have a television show on let's just use a random channel the cw that stars brad pitt and tom hanks and every big actor you could think of but if i don't like the show i don't like the show that's fair that's fair i just want to make sure that we don't push cody to the wayside and not give him his props i'm gonna give him props but i think the move of him and whether it was wwe or cody rhodes on his own accord is just as careless as Kenny Omega wrestling hurt for fucking months and look at his recovery I didn't have okay it's taken a while I didn't have a problem with him doing it in the time either though because it's his body it's his choice Kenny had like four broken bones like his back was broken and like his one of I know he got knee surgery or something but still it's both decisions are careless I don't care what the talent wants to do it's a little different it's a little bit different because Cody's is on display and also, you got to understand that who he's wrestling. Like, that's the safest man he could be with right now. I'm not disputing that. Seth Rollins is. And, and honestly, through all that shit, if you go and like slow mo that match, watch Seth take extra care of him. Oh, I know. Extra care. Like, everything. Because Seth was a, a phenomenal professional. It always has been, whether people want to admit it or not. But the, the complaint remains that it wasn't. This blow away performance to me, to me, M.E., well, I wasn't blown away like the majority of people are. And trust me, I've seen reactions and I agree with. No, I'm not like shitting my pants. Like, I'm not saying it was like match of the year or anything. Relax, Will. Oh, okay. I'm just saying that it was it was an above average match to you. And to me, it was a decent match from WWE. It was a decent match. It was a good match. Is that is that that's, what you? That's fine. Yeah. Okay. I don't even say it again. Say it again for the people in the back. Well, I've just logged this out of you. I've had to hit you over for the head. For you, with it poodles. was a good match. For me, damn it, damn it, damn it. it. Will you already match. said it? There's no take backs. There is. You I will just say, said it. Literally I'm not going to lie. It was a good match. So do you want me to just pretend something's good because it's the yes. biggest thing? I want you to say things that are good are good. Okay, for Taylor's sake, this is the greatest match of all time. No, and it's it is not the match the of your candidate for 2022. No, it's not. It's not the greatest match of all time. There's been better matches in the last six months. I just, I didn't. I just think Cody, 
went out there and did his thing. I can't. I'm not sitting here taking away from Cody whatsoever. The fact that he did what he did, and I, I wasn't I blown that, away. But I think it's a place in WWE where we haven't been in a while. Like that's why I think that you're not maybe giving it enough credit, and why I'm arguing so hard for it because we're at a place where they're producing storylines like they haven't been in a while. Like I don't care about the. The booking, I don't give a shit about that at all. I give a shit about the ride on the way there. They've been doing the same shit, the no, anti-AW agenda for the past no, fucking but, four years. But this, I don't give a shit about AW versus That's WWE. The story no, it's not. Okay. The storyline is Seth versus Cody. WWE did, versus AEW. What, what did Cody do when he went to AEW? It's his past. You might say it's an AEW. You're looking through a, a war lens, the Friday Night War lens. I don't give a shit about that, that. That's not the lens. That is the content of their promos. No, but he did go over there and purposely smash that throne. I know, and that's fine. That's why Seth said some shit about it. It wasn't because fuck AEW. It was because this is your backstory. This is what I have to draw from. But let me ask you, do you genuinely think WWE, when they pitched this idea in the first place, said, Let's completely just do everything possible not to acknowledge AEW versus but they WWE. Acknowledge the past between him and Dusty and Cody and Dusty just as much as they did the stuff that Cody did anti-WWE when he was in AEW. It's not like they're just focusing on AEW. Sure, you're going to get some shots. You're getting some shots from AEW every fucking week. And I'm still not super thrilled about that either. I don't care about it, though. Like It's better for wrestling if they are doing that. It doesn't bother me. It's better for wrestling. So this went from a podcast to you just trying to convince me how great this match was and no, me to no, admit it. No, 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 no. I your opinion is your opinion. So then I'm I think I'm, this match for I, WWE was decent. Okay, that's fair. Okay. Think whatever you want. But for wrestling, this is good. We'll see. That's the argument I want to make. Just like I say every time, we'll see where we are six months from now. I don't uh, I think the influence of this. For the WWE, seeing things like this work, which haven't necessarily worked in a while, are going to maybe change the landscape. Or is it Cody who's going to change the landscape? And Jeff Jerry And all these people that have done things like this in the past that have now come back to WWE and they're putting their own brand of professional wrestling back into sports. Whoever is putting their little gumbo pot uh, ingredients in, go ahead and do it. And let's see what we get. And I'm interested, but I'm saying like things like this where you let somebody like Seth Rollins have a microphone and get to talk instead of having an overly saturated scripted promo of him just laughing for 20 minutes at edge. I would rather have that. No, that shit was garbage, dude. No, no, no I no. don't want that, dude. I don't want him coming out here <laughs> in Edge's face. See, that's the problem with Seth Rollins. Nobody wants to admit that he's been on fire for years. No, he has been in a match setting, but he's better than that. He can deliver with an actual promo. Then why isn't he our world champion? Because you have a tribal chief, Will, and it's going to come to a head eventually, but and we've got to let know it what? play out. Just because we keep taking the tribal chief off TV doesn't make me hype to see him again. If He's anything, hurt. it makes me... But then why not say that? Because they can't take the belt off him right now because they're getting ready for WrestleMania. He got hurt at the worst time. It's a business decision. I'm not running the business. I don't get to say. I don't care if you're hurt. You can still cut a promo, <coughs> Hangman. Jesus Christ, that poor guy, dude. He just gets dragged every week. I should just come out with a, just put the rope on his feet, just tied to the back. Do you know who he wrestled this week? David Finley Jr., the son of Fit Finley, one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Why don't you like David Finley Jr.? I do. I'm actually putting him on a pedestal right now and saying, once again, Hangman is surrounded by excellent talent to make him look better than he truly is. 
But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> the guys, uh, Do you want to talk about AEW real quick? We can. Go ahead. Okay, so uh, let me put this out in the world. I have very mixed feelings about this interim championship. Should have been Kyle O'Reilly. <laughs> Kyle O'Reilly is like, fuck it. Since I've been in AEW, let's just be one of the best wrestlers in the world. He's always been one of the best wrestlers in the world. I know, but now he's showing it. <laughs> he's reminding everyone how fucking good he is in ring. He can do a lot of different things, Will. He can wear a lot of different hats. Backwards, frontwards, to the side. He can do whatever he wants. I'd be lying to you if I said that I wasn't excited that CM Punk is still the AEW champion. But I'd also be lying to you if I didn't tell you it was stupid. I understand why we're keeping him as a champion. Did you watch the Meteor Scrum from Double or Nothing? Tony Khan has a fucking heart on for CM Punk. That's why he still has the belt. If it was no. anyone else. That's true. But he also has a heart on for money. And yes, and he firmly, but he plays the long game. We've learned that through AEW. That at the end of the day, everything has been planned out for years and years in advance. And Running out of plans. He is, and now he's starting to make new ones. We already have plans for CM Punk as of 2023 as our AEW champion at New Japan uh, Wrestle Kingdom. So there's still those inklings of, hey, we're going to get CM Punk down the road. But at the end of the day, you putting the belt on Moxley? isn't a horrible idea because he's already represented that company and done it in a very high standard man but i still think this, listen this, i think he should be the actual AEW this champion is perfect for kyle o'reilly though this is also perfect for mjf if you don't want to feel that fire but i heard that mjf is out in hollywood now jesus christ you're in a lot man where are you getting these reports at dude i will say you're right that john moxley is going to put on a good match with anybody they put him against but God, I wanted to see Tanahashi with so many other people. I'm sure you did, but here we are, and it's going to be versus John Moxley. But honestly, this makes the most fucking sense. And yeah, I'm pissed about the rankings, but he has been double dipping in GCW, AEW, New Japan. It's no stranger. So for him to say, I'm actually going to open up that forbidden door, he's not wrong. It's a long time fucking coming. Why are you doing this thing, though? Like, so here's the thing. With WWE, it's like, all right, I can see what's coming the whole time. But with this, you're like, I can see what's coming the whole time. But I'm still going to watch and be so proud and happy of it. And it's like, because there's so much of it that I don't know that's going to happen. Yes, you do. I can't tell you what's going to happen week I to week. I guarantee you John Moxley wins that match. Oh, I do, too. I guarantee you CM Punk takes that belt back from John Moxley. I guarantee you. That's 150% written in stone. There's no way it goes any other way. But what about everything underneath? Man. Because here's the difference between WWE. You should WWE. change your name to Mark. Here's the difference between WWE and AEW, in my opinion. I can start Dynamite or Rampage from the start. And be interested, or at least find compelling stuff until the end. I can't do that with WWE. You ain't done that in a while, though. You don't know no more. It's changed. Would you rather change your name to Mark or Marcus? Let's go with Marcus. <laughs> give me your movie review of the week so I can give out some flowers. Golly, bro. I watched a stinker this week, man. Oh, God. I am so excited. Tell me more. <laughs> this movie is called Hercules Reborn. Did you watch a Hercules movie? I have not. We have talked about it because the uh, the guy in it, I did watch Stormageddon. Okay. It's your best friend, John Hennigan, a.k.a. Johnny Elite, a.k.a. John Morrison. A.k.a. whatever fucking last name you want to put. Whatever. Johnny Mondo. Yeah, whatever he wants Mondo. to do. Mondo. Mondo. Johnny Nitro. Johnny Nitro. Yep. There's been a lot of Johnnies. Hey, man. You so, know what he never was, though? Johnny Entertainment. So what I will say is, this is like a reworking of the Hercules story and it's mad disrespectful. Like, they make John Morrison like a drunk Hercules for the first like half the movie. He's just drunk and incapable of doing anything. 
because this corrupt king gave him like a poison that made him go insane and he killed his family. So he goes into like exile and becomes like a drunk. So he's like a drunk for the first half of this movie, which is mad disrespectful to Zeus's son. Let me ask you, is this a low budget film? Oh, yeah. So I will go ahead and give them props then because at least they tried to rewrite the story. Yeah. So I usually say the more the merrier, but sometimes you can get a little too much of a good thing and then it becomes a bad thing. I think they CGI the desert into this movie. I think there was so much CGI that they were CGIing backgrounds and stuff. That's how much CGI they were using. Hey, man, a green screen is only about three bucks. It was definitely done off a MacBook. Basically, there is like a few things that I can't stand in movies. Kids being killed, forced sex on people. Guess what? This movie had both of them. Oh, (laughs) you got a twofer. It was a, a three out of ten. Okay, but if you just take the last fifteen minutes of this movie, it's a six out of ten. Damn! So if you just cut the first hour and fifteen minutes out of this movie and just give me the last fifteen minutes, not nearly as bad. I will say he does a standing moonsault in the middle of a battle. John Morrison does hilarious to see him like cut someone and then standing moonsault on their body. Pretty interesting. He does a, a handful of wrestling movie moves. I rated it a one to start, but after seeing him do a handful of wrestling moves while he fights in old school medieval style, is it medieval? I think so. No, I think it's uh, maybe Roman. Roman, maybe. Somebody tweet me and tell me what that style of battle is with the Roman horses. That's. I think you just said it yourself. The Roman horses, the Trojan, Trojan style, Trojan horses. God, this is going off the rails. Anyway, stinker. Don't watch it. Okay. <laughs> I know who I want to give my flowers to this week, but I'm a little bit of afraid to do so. Is it Cody? So no. So I'm going to give you the opportunity to give your flowers out first, and then let me figure out who I'm going to go since give you, to Since to. you're going to be so goddamn disrespectful on this episode, I'm going to go ahead and give them to Cody. I don't, you know what, Cody? I'm sorry. Here's your flowers, buddy. You did a nice job this week. Thank you. Um, I know we made a pact last week, but I'm going to break it kind of. He's going with Wardlow. I'm going with Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah! Fish gang! <laughs> but no, 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 seriously. I said it already. Kyle O'Reilly has done this thing where he's like, I'm one of the greatest wrestlers in the world. He left his cool guy persona in fucking NXT and it's just putting on bangers. No matter what he touches in AEW, you've said it for weeks and I'm here to say it this week, it t- turns to gold. So at least one of us gets to give Kyle for O'Reilly his flowers every week. Here you go, Kyle. Once again, for like the seventh week in a row, here are your flowers. And with that, go ahead and follow the big three at Jaded Rasslin, at Tots Pod, at Ear of Pod. On Monday, we will have a brand new Tots Pod for you, and it will be a great time. I'm not sure what our schedule is going to be like lately because I've got to be honest, recording once a week and editing once a week has been a nice fucking change of pace. So with that being said, we'll see you guys on Monday.